Okay, let's talk about whether or not you need a feasibility study or a business plan. Welcome to the Southbound Podcast, featuring entrepreneurs and startups from the Southern United States. Join us for tips to getting started, learn about resources available throughout the South, and hear conversations about accessing capital for your startup, right here on the Southbound Podcast. Hi everyone, hope you're doing good today and uh, early morning to you from my end. It's a little dark outside or still the sun's coming up. So uh, it's going to be a good day. Today I want to talk to you about the concept of whether or not you need a feasibility study or a business plan. And like many of the episodes that I record for you, this one comes from a question from a client. So we were talking about the stage of business that they were in and the various types of documents that can be used as part of the planning process for a new venture or even sometimes an existing venture. Now, many of these documents uh, can be beneficial for a wide variety of companies, but typically when you're in uh, ideation stage of a startup, you really wanna focus on what would be called a business model canvas or a lean model canvas, those types of documents that are not too in-depth because you're just fleshing out the idea fleshing out the various aspects of the business model behind that idea. Uh, but other established businesses tend to benefit from more in-depth documentation like business plans. Both, however, early stage companies and existing companies can benefit from a feasibility study. So let's talk about quickly the differences between the two. Now, they are used for distinct purposes. A business plan, in my professional experience and opinion, is used for a couple of different reasons, and it's gonna be the next video I'm gonna do for you on Thursday, those two different reasons. But in general, a business plan is used to explain the company's business model to either internal or external stakeholders. So people internally or externally who have a stake or an interest in how the business performs. That can even include externally uh, stakeholders that are customers because they have an interest in how your business model is going to operate. So a business plan is a little bit of a larger document. Sometimes we see 25 to 50 pages and it's sort of laying out how the model is going to work. It covers things like the product or service that you're going to offer, how you're going to market uh, your business into the, into the marketplace, who the competitors are, how you're going to price things, what each person's role on the team might be, because there's a section where you're talking about your team, much like you do on a pitch deck. So a, a business plan covers a lot of ground and sort of lays out the operating model of the business. And it can be, as you're going to find out Thursday, can be used for seeking funding. So a feasibility study is a little bit different. It does cover some of those same topics, but it's more for the intent of discovering or researching the, the viability of the business itself. So the easiest way for you to think about the difference between a feasibility study and a business plan is that the business plan uh, tells you the how of your business model, how it's going to do things how it's going to market itself, how, what products it's going to offer, those kinds of things. A feasibility study typically comes before a business plan and answers the if, right? So if I were to do this, how viable is my business model? How viable is my product? 
how viable is it that I will compete against the incumbents that are out in the marketplace? So with clients, I like to do feasibility studies much earlier. And the good news is, again, chunks of that feasibility study, that research that's prepared can be inserted into the business plan. So you're not duplicating all of your effort. But a feasibility study is really, really important early on to help, you know, sort of protect yourself from spending thousands upon tens of thousands of dollars on a new business idea when it wasn't really viable in the first place. It's also a little bit shorter than a business plan. So you might see 10 to 12 pages of research and you're not writing this, you know, doctoral thesis document just to get an idea uh, if the business is viable. Now, the other part of a, a feasibility study is thinking through, should you prepare one yourself? And by all means, you should be involved in the research that occurs behind the viability of the business. But I do recommend that you have someone else, a, a, a professional who understands market research, prepare your feasibility study for you. And there's one key reason for that. The key reason is when you're doing it yourself, no matter... Uh, how practiced you are or how disciplined you are, some of your own bias is going to creep in to what you're seeing when you do that research. So I do recommend you paying someone to do your feasibility study research for you. It's going to cost you a little bit of money, but the good news is that amount of money is much less than the thousands upon tens or even sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars you would spend spinning up your business model and trying to get it going uh, when it wasn't viable in the first place. So uh, remember, feasibility studies is more of the if, is it a valid idea and can I pull this off? The business plan ends up being the how you're going to do it once you've got past this idea of validity and if the idea uh, stands uh, to measure. I hope that information helps. Until next time, hope you find your voice. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Southbound Podcast. For more information, be sure to join us at southbound.com.